Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Got Larry on his phone. Hi, Larry. How you doing? Hey, Stuart. I want to start off with... A comment, and I think it deals in the apostasy and how subtle, how very, very subtle it is from a well-known prophetic ministry. I'm not going to name any names. But anyway, I want to read a little bit of the statement of it. I'm going to get into it a little more on Friday because I think it deserves to be talked about. Uh, Anyway, it talks about the cosmic transgressions of the watchers. And, of course, that's true. Uh, genetically engineered Nephilim giants is the uh, Genesis 6, 1 through 4. And the genetically engineered Nephilim giants are as a reason for human depravity. Statement that Genesis 3 was not the chief proof text for human sin should not be as, as uh, surprising as it probably is. Consider the Old Testament. Despite repeated descriptions of the sinfulness of humankind, there isn't a single citation of Genesis 3 or Adam's fall in the entire Old Testament for an explanation of human depravity. So when Paul says the law was added because of transgressions, just to his transgressions, does he have in mind, since he refers to plural transgressions and not merely to Adam's fall, the witness of the Second Temple Judaism, is that Paul would be utterly alone if he wasn't thinking of the watchers. Now, this is very, very subtle. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Genesis 3 is the reason for all human depravity. The fact that the fallen angels came down and corrupted mankind further was only able because of the first fall. And to sit there and say, well, Genesis 3 is probably not the real reason for human sin, which is really what they're very subtly saying, that's apostasy of a grand and very, very deceptive and dangerous dangerous, leaving off the truth. The fall of mankind happened way back there in Genesis. You can read it as well as I can. And the day you eat thereof, of the fruit, of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. Period. Human depravity is because of the knowledge of good and and evil. It is the only reason we were cut off from God himself way, way, way back then. And uh, to say otherwise is an apostate uh, comment. 
a very nasty, evil, and very subtle uh, departure from the real truth. And to say that it's not mentioned again really isn't true at all, because it is mentioned. It's just worded totally differently, uh, because evidently they don't even understand what happened back in Genesis. They don't understand why Jesus Christ came here to bail us out. What happened, in, in brief, we lost divine love of God that was a part of us. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. So, so right there in the scriptures. What's the image of God? Spiritual and love, divine love. When we mix evil, good and evil together, we cut off divine love. That's why Jesus came here, to reestablish the link and give us eternal life through rebirth. It's really a connection. And, you know, the way it's worded is very, very subtle. And it, it, it really is very bothersome to me. But then most people really do not even understand. Most Christians have no clue as to what happened back in Genesis and the fall of humanity and how everything changed and we were reborn into the world we have today, a world of evil, a world of utter evil and depravity. And the fallen ones took advantage of that ability through the knowledge of evil. That's how Satan got his foothold. That's how he came into it. And it was Satan himself that beguiled Eve and then Adam fell along with Eve. So um, it, what I'm talking about here, I guess, is a half-truth. And half-truths can be really, really deadly, particularly in the issue of salvation. If you don't understand what happened at the fall, then you don't really understand why Jesus Christ commanded us to enter in at the straight gate and walk the narrow way. There's a very good reason why, and it goes all the way back to Genesis. And if you can eliminate the Genesis 3 and say, well, that's not really the reason human uh, depravity set in, not the chief proof. After all, they only mentioned it once. Well, I don't know why God has to mention anything more than once, but because he is a God of compassion and mercy, he mentions it hundreds of times in different wording, but it means all the same thing. It means the same thing. Anyway, I want to get into it a little more on Friday, uh, but this is from a, a, a big prophetic ministry that published this without any caveat that it was a half-truth. And this is how apostasy works, and it's very dangerous. If you don't understand, I'll repeat it. If you don't understand what happened back in Genesis chapter 3, and you don't understand what the knowledge, good and evil, actually did to the human race, then you cannot understand why Jesus came here in the first place, or what his mission was, or why he said and commanded what he said and commanded. And all that's been tossed out now. People don't pay any attention to what Jesus Christ said. All they pay attention to is what our modern uh, prophets, false prophets, have to say about it. And uh, they, they're very rich. Read Peter. 
He told you all about the modern-day soothsayers and fakes with their fake salvation prayer. There's no such thing in the Bible. It doesn't exist. It's not there. Anyway, uh, enough on that. Uh, we get into. I want to get into that, Friday a little bit better. Anyway, Larry, what do you got you want to bring up, talk about? Yeah, I was, think, I was thinking about when you were sharing that, you know, the fallen angels and the Nephilim did it. Well, it's just like today, Trump did it. Everything <laughs> today is Trump's fault, you know. So it's the same thing, same old stuff, you know. Yep, yep. Shift the blame, and that's uh, of course that's what Eve did, right? <laughs> that's what Adam did. Oh, she made me do it. <laughs> well, Satan made me do it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't change. What's cooking? With uh, you said you have a new uh, code. Well, I do, and it's kind of interesting, actually. Uh, Barry Rothman is working on a new Torah code. Uh, he began working on it March 21st. I guess that was yesterday evening. And uh, it's, the title's interesting. He says, <clears throat> Israel's top scientist, Hayam Eshed, reveals people on Mars. And, of course, this is under construction, so I only have the first matrix that he ran. But he made some interesting comments. And, of course, for people that don't know who uh, Ham Ashed is, he's uh, actually he's an Israeli brigadier general and a professor. And he was also uh, the director of the space programs for Israeli Ministry of Defense. And he, he did that for many, many, many years. I mean, he's really a smart guy, and he... He knows what's going on behind the scenes, and so interestingly, uh, here's here's the the uh, I'll give you the matrix first. There's ten in the matrix, and isn't it odd that the first one is Ham Ishid? In other words, the Torah code hasn't his name, so you know that's important. Number two, life. Number three, Mars. Number four, alien. Number five, gray. Number six, UFO. Number seven, Pleiades. Number eight, City. Number nine, Author. Number ten, Time. Isn't that interesting? That is. Yeah. Mars, Life, Alien, Gray. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. UFO. (laughs) We found all that out in Tithonia, Project Red Star. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. I think your Tithonia would probably tie into all this data. And this guy Ham Ashid, Ham uh, actually is is a uh, a Hebrew word. His first name is a Hebrew word, Chaim. And Stuart, what's odd is that name, that he, Hebrew meaning of that first name is life. So there's a word life <laughs> in his, uh, you name. know, matrix that's associated with him, including Mars. And including all these other things, uh, here's some comments that he made, and, and this is really interesting. Uh, <clears throat> he says uh, Israel's top rocket scientist, Hayam Ashid, announces that Israel works with ETs, extraterrestrial scientists, and that the U.S. shares a base with aliens on Mars now, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, he released the information. There's a joint U.S. alien base on Mars. <clears throat> and what's interesting, this kind of dovetails, Stuart, into uh, a number of years ago, you know, 
I guess about the time uh, Barry Chamish wrote that book, Return of the Giants. Anyway, uh, there was a, you know, quite an interesting stir where it was leaked that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu had met with the ETs or the Giants, if you will. He went out to one of their craft and had mm-hmm. a, uh, I guess, a, a meeting, a secret meeting with them. But of course, you know, that's that's all swept under. But uh, here's something he said that's really interesting to me. And he says this is, he says uh, the space fleet and all this data that uh, Michael Sala and and these other people are talking about. He says involving time travel. He said this is he said this is the point. And I and he says I get this point from even the Torah codes. And and here it is, Stuart. We can get into more of this maybe Friday. But it says, and I quote, space travel is not just from one point in space to another, but one point in space-time to another. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, that would be true. Yeah, I don't think we have really a clue. They're beginning to unlock a lot of these secrets. and uh, But it's going to be fascinating the more we get into this uh, grand delusion, strong delusion of Cephalonians and, uh, you know, the uh, Federation of Planets and the Federation of, like Star Trek and all of that. That's all programming, folks. I love sci-fi myself. I watch just about all of it if I can't, but I know what I'm looking at when I watch it. And it's all part of this uh, programming, if you want to call it that, propagandizing uh, for the arrival. And the Bible is very, very clear that these entities are fallen angels. Not that we don't have God's angels from time to time coming in here and, and doing some stuff. That's not the point. The point is that the groundwork is being laid and has been being laid actually from all the way from Genesis 6 forward. And they're now because we have elevated ourselves and our intelligence level to the point where we are, we no longer believe in fallen creatures, jinn, demons, evil spirits, whatever you want to call them, the archons. We don't we don't believe in that anymore. No, these are aliens, space aliens who came here and seeded us, and on and on it goes. And it's a deception. But the Bible tells you, I'm, I'm going to say probably 90%, if not more, of the human race is going to go under this deception. That's what Thessalonians says, basically, that the vast, vast majority of the human race already has rejected the Bible, basically. And even the people who accept the Bible, Christians, don't pay much attention to what it actually says. They pay attention to what their leaders tell them it says. And uh, that's very, very dangerous because your salvation is between you and your God, not between you, Billy Graham, or Francis Graham, or the Pope, or anybody else. It is one-to-one, direct, head-on with your Creator, and and you're supposed to ferret him out. It says so over and over and over again. So if you, if people won't do it, that's their problem. 
They're going you. How do I word this? Bobby Dylan wrote a song. He says you're going to serve somebody. Maybe the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to serve somebody. Well, the human race has basically rejected the message of redemption and the Messiah. Now they've converted all that over into beings of light, angelic beings that will come down here and help us and elevate us in our understanding and knowledge. It's a big setup. And it's all a lie, and you won't know that unless you've gone through the valley of the shadow of death. And I walked that, not by my own power, but by the power of Jesus Christ and God the Father. And I walked that in the Holy Ghost. And I was convicted of sin, righteousness, and judgment unto death, unto eternal hellfire. It was the most unpleasant walk anybody could take. But then you find out what the real truth is. Humanity is under a deception and a delusion. And part of that delusion, the apex of it, actually, I believe, is the arrival. And so when Barry's coming up with all this stuff, yeah, it's true and it's real. But it's a deception. Anyway, that's interesting, Larry. I hope he does more on that. Well, it's under construction, so I'm sure that he will. And I was thinking when you were sharing of that about talking about it's going to be a one-on-one. Uh, so you don't think that uh, that uh, the Creator is when someone comes and sits down uh, that he's going to call Franklin Graham over and say, Franklin, what do you think about this guy? <laughs> no, I don't think Franklin enters into it or Benny Hinn, or any of them. Uh, Your deal, folks, everyone listening, your deal is direct with your creator. There is no intermediary party. When I met the creator, nobody else was involved in it. Absolutely no one else. Not family, not children, not parents, nobody. One-on-one. You're dealing direct with your creator. And uh, you're going to have a meeting. It says so right there in the scriptures. Every knee shall bow. How's that going to happen unless you've met him? The rejection of Jesus Christ was all laid out in the prophecies, and it's happening exactly as the prophecies said it would. Peter warned about false prophets that would come along and come in with all kinds of fairy tales about how one gets saved. And that almost everybody would believe those fairy tales. Even the scripture says the people of the last days would have itching ears and would turn away from the truth and be turned unto storytelling, fables, that would be pleasant to the eye, pleasant to the ear, pleasant to the flesh. And they would feed the delusion. Anyway, and here we are coming up on World War III. Uh, Shifting over, what in the world is going on in Azerbaijan and Armenia? And uh, Trump, not Trump, but uh, Z and uh, Putin. It looks to me like we're headed right directly into this now, one step at a time. What do you think? Well, I think so. I was listening to some reports from uh, 
the uh, war room this morning, and they were really, really concerned uh, with where the, some of this is headed. And especially, they said this is literally historic uh, because, and and I, you know, you're you're familiar with Brzezinski. You know, he's mm-hmm. the one that wrote that book. I guess before he died, uh, and his warning, basically, which everybody would have laughed at back then. Uh, Brzezinski's book indicated that if that America would be in great peril and trouble if they ever allowed a coalition to be formed, and he named these three places. He says if there's a coalition ever formed with these three all together, then we're in peril. And those three, Stuart, according to his information from his book, is China, Russia, and Iran. So what do we see today? That basically the Biden administration, the Biden administration has pushed Russia and China together, and that's yep. basically what Trump and Reagan and a number of those tried to stop and prevent from ever happening. But now, not only those, you've got Iran working with both of them, and then you've got North Korea and Pakistan. All these people I'm talking about, Stuart, are they have nuclear weapons. Yeah. Yep. It's a uh, well. They've have said from a long time. What makes the Western people think they have the right to rule the world? Well, why can't the East rule the world? Why can't China? Why can't uh, Russia? Why can't the Middle East? Why does it have to be the Western world? And, uh, of course, this is what's exactly what's happening, and uh, this is exactly what God wants. He is manipulating the human race. He's got his own agenda. He says so right there in Isaiah. I've got my agenda, and on my hand is stretched out upon all the nations, and I'm going to work my will, and no one is going to stop me. And that's what we're watching. Humanity has rejected Jesus Christ. They have rejected what he commanded humanity to do. They want salvation. We now say, no, we don't have to do any of that. What are you talking about? You got, are you crazy? Are you nuts? After all, uh, what, they just ran a survey, and I think it was like 92, 96% of Americans don't even have a biblical worldview at all. Their worldview is totally secular. Well, what if God is real? What if there really is a creator? What if Jesus Christ was really his son? And what happens if you reject it? Well, look around you. It's already happening. <laughs> I, I don't know. What, nothing you can do about that, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, you mentioned, <laughs> you, you, you mentioned uh, Azerbaijan, what's happening there. Here's the latest on that. Hal Turner, covert intel, March 21st, updated Azerbaijan army moving toward the Armenia border. Iran places its missile bases on alert to defend Armenia. The RRGC missile base is on high alert to attack Azerbaijan capital, Baku. Armenia preparing hospitals and, and uh, medical centers. And then uh, just shortly after that, um, said minutes ago, the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th Air Force groups 
in Iran have gone to combat alert. Now, if you remember, Stuart, what this would, it appears that Azerbaijan, who is, is, is an ally of Israel, you know, Israel has attacked Iran a number of times from Azerbaijan. Right. And right. it appears that somebody is trying to create two more fronts against Russia to have to war with, because, see, Russia has peacekeepers and a, and a contract with Armenia to protect Armenia. So what happened since then, and hadn't really been reported in American news, but neither is the movement of Azerbaijan's army, it hadn't been in the news. If you're just watching television news or mainstream you don't have a clue. But during the night, apparently, uh, from what I got out of Israeli news and other uh, sources, Israel, who, by the way, as I said, is an ally of Azerbaijan, and they have missile bases and bases, Mossad bases in Azerbaijan, they attacked uh, Iranian missile locations and, and stores inside Syria and by the Latakia uh air base there in Syria on the Med, and also uh, by the Azerbaijan border. So they, they were actually trying to prevent or delay Iran responding to the Azerbaijan military movement. But I think, Stuart, what we're seeing here is this is just more this is just more area that's becoming involved. This is all surrounding Ukraine and the U.S. Yep. and the West and its urgent push to go to war. Yeah, here's a headline kind of goes into that. You will see a fearful response. Putin ally warns of a lesson for the whole planet when the U.K. uses depleted uranium ammo against Russian forces as NATO puts on an awesome show of strength with B-52 mission. Uh, folks, these kind of this kind of rhetoric. Here's another one. North Korea threatens World War Three as it calls nuclear weapon row declaration of war. Kremlin warns America there will be countermeasures after U.S. said they would continue drone flights over the Black Sea following the Russian fighter jet intercepts. Major alert: China Russia nuke warning to NATO. <laughs> I mean, it goes on and on. It's it's escalating all the time behind the scenes. Uh, what else you got before we? Well, I was going to mention also for people that is following the uh, the banking situation, which is really, really, it's really, I, I guess, almost frightening to some degree and scary because it could be worldwide. But here's the latest on that. This is just I know we can maybe talk more about it Friday, but. Hal Turner just put out one uh, just a couple of hours ago. It's a bulletin. It says UBS now seeking to terminate the Credit Suisse deal. And mm -hmm. he indicates that said this may bring a black swan event, may set in motion a domino effect, taking out banks all over the world. So, Stuart, that, that is and, – and you've watched, uh, you know, the, the Fed and – and uh, the different ones come on TV. They've been on TV for two weeks now telling everybody everything's okay and it's all under control. But I watched that movie 2012 one time, and I stayed at a holiday end. And, and the guy that was in that movie 2012 said, when they tell you everything's okay, run. Yes. 
It's, it's uh, no, we're in tr- we're in trouble, and it's not over. I was reading a prophecy, and I don't know whether it's true. She calls herself celestial, and I've read some of her other prophecies, which were kind of interesting. But it, it's uh, what she basically said is the same thing that that uh, near do well erstwhile noise had to say. Uh, that the whole thing implodes. It, it's kind of like a whirlpool, and one thing happens, and another thing happens, and another, and another, and another, and the whole thing goes down to zero. The stock market goes to zero. There's no more credit. There's no more building. There's no more anything. We can't quite wrap our mind around that, but this would fit right in with that. They do lie through their teeth, and they're lying again, and uh they got, this is all planned. It's a script, folks. They're bringing in the new currency. It may take a year. We don't know how long it's going to take. But they're really working overtime. Anything else, Larry, you want to bring up before we close? Yeah, yeah and we'll talk about it uh, Friday because the reason apparently uh, reported from the war room and Joe Allen is the fact that uh, the reason that they are really corrupted the school and the school teachers is to really bring in a AI system to teach the children. It's going to be AI, artificial intelligence, and this is being programmed. Yeah, I think AI runs a whole lot more than people realize, and I've got some headlines on that. But I wanted to reiterate what Putin had to say again before we close. Putin warns West, do not deploy depleted uranium shells in Ukraine. And we have said, that's what we're going to do. Don't like it? Too bad. So here we are. Last word, Larry. Well, (laughs) just don't even (laughs) unbuckle the seatbelt, okay? Yep. Keep it tight, folks. We don't know it can happen overnight, and we don't know what's going to happen with the Trump deal either. So anyway, take care. Heads up. We'll see you Friday, the Lord willing.